What up, podcast land? We back. We back. We back. We back. Right, Ashley? I am back. Hey. hey. We back. We back. We back. Go. God, I love that beat. <laughs> anyway. What up, podcast land? It's the I Can't Afford to Quit podcast with... Me, Brentel, and my co-host Ashley, and she's back yes. from the dead. No, <laughs> no, don't put that on me. I might have felt like it, but what's up, man? What you been up to? Uh, we missed you. Good. I couldn't wait to get back here tonight, like all day. But it's been like a ridiculous. Last week was crazy. I moved into my new house. Hey. Yes. Super excited about that. And just as I'm getting things unpacked and trying to settle in, I got really sick, not feeling good, was having a bunch of pains in my stomach. So I tried to go to work on Monday, but only made it about half a day. Went to the emergency room and was told that I needed to have a surgery within, it was like an hour and a half that I was going to have surgery. So kind of messed up my Monday. But, um, yeah, I had my gallbladder taken out. Wasn't a lot of fun. Spent the next few days recovering. Shout out to my mom because she is, like, the best thing that's ever happened. Shout out to the mama bear. Yeah, she took good care of me and helped me. But then I just spent the rest of the week recovering, and now I'm feeling much better. So I'm back at it. Good, good. I'm happy. Shout out to you, man. Being a trooper. <laughs> yeah. Then you told me I had to have surgery, and I said, when? He said, today. I said, I'm going to need to come back. I don't have time right now. <laughs> he said, uh, no, you're not leaving. I said, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to need to make some phone calls. Hey, that's crazy, too. Because you text me like, uh, dude, guess what? <laughs> yeah, so they're about to cut me open. And he's like, we want to know what Brentel's response was? I'm not even going to say it. Nasty. What? Talking about mud butt. Oh, you do. Yeah, you're going to have to have mud butt. My mom had the How do you tell somebody when they're about to go have surgery, oh, you about to have mud butt? <laughs> Thank you for the words of encouragement. I mean, and what did the doctor say? He said the exact same thing, correct? He did. Okay, he did scare me a little. I did actually ask him, so I'm going to shit myself. And he said... Well, if you're not close to a bathroom. See? That's not true, though. I be knowing, though. Well, then I must have got lucky. Right, right. It, it is a different reaction for everybody. But yeah. Like, yeah. My mom had, like, my butt forever. And she couldn't, like, she, yeah. It, it got better as time went by, but, yeah. Well, so far, I'm safe. Good for you, man. Yeah. That's good. That's why you didn't eat. Ah, that's why you didn't. <laughs> that's why you didn't get anything. It's what? Because you're afraid to have mud butt. Yesterday? No. Have you have you eaten f- uh, fast food yet? I ate pizza the other night. I'm like like hamburgers. No, but I had pizza and it was greasy as shit. For yeah, and I was fine. I was worried. Like I really was. Like my stomach started to hurt a little bit. So I was like, oh no, <laughs> this could be bad. <laughs> And I kind of just waited it out, and then eventually I was like, I'm good. Mm, that's crazy. Um, With you being down, did you catch up on any TV? 
I did. I watched Insecure. Oh. On HBO. Hey, what you think about it? Dude, I was obsessed with it. Like, one more episode. One more episode. <laughs> one more episode. Oh, wait, one you more. You had to go to work, too. That I was did. Like before, yeah. Yeah. So, I stayed up way too late trying to watch that. But I couldn't stop. What's your thoughts on it? Like, how, how it's written and whatnot? I think... It's written probably you? one of the best shows I've seen, like, the way they go into, um, it's like they, somehow they make you feel like you feel, like, what the people are going through. Mm-hmm. Like, at one point, I wanted, I was like, um, what's her name, um, Issa? Issa. I, Issa, yeah. Like, I was on her side, and then all of a sudden, like, some things happen, and I was on um, her boyfriend's side. Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence. Oh. Shout out to Lawrence. I heart you. So you are you Team Issa or Team Lawrence? At, at the, at the end, I was Team Lawrence. Right. Okay. I started on her side. Like, I was really rooting for her to get it together. I'm Team Lawrence. Yeah. All day. Every day. Yeah, but were you from the beginning? <laughs> um, I really did. I wasn't invested. And then when she cheated, I was like, uh, okay. You dirty whore. No, it wasn't even I like did. that. I did. It wasn't even like, like that. Like, I, I thought it was more or less like... I mean, they were having issues, and dude swooped in at the right time. All you got to do is pay somebody attention mm-hmm. in that particular moment when they're, you know. She was extra vulnerable like yeah, because of the situation she was in at home. But Say some nice shit, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Then, I mean, that's why I don't particularly trust women. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. I don't have I don't have. Oh, like, I just got dizzy just from joking. rolling my eyes. I'm just joking. Look, they're still up there. <laughs> Ah, I'm not like yeah. I'm just joking. But anyway, um, speaking of that, we could segue into this story. Larry Wilmore, who is a executive producer of the show, got a new uh, deal with ABC Studios. Really? So he's like a writer, and and um, he did he did Blackish. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, he's got a nice line. I haven't really gotten into Blackish, but I've heard I watched it a couple times. I never like. Blackish is dope. It is. From what I saw, it was. Yeah. I only saw a few episodes, but you know me. I don't, like, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he's got it. It's a multi-year deal. Um, Did you know, did you, were you familiar with uh, the Nightly Show over on Comedy Central? He's part of that. Um, He did, he was a writer and story editor on Sister Sister. You remember that show? Yeah, I remember that. Um, uh, you got Insecure. He's, I mean, he's a beast, man. He's he's been a beast for a long time, and he's gonna continue his work. So I'm I'm anxious to see what he gets with ABC. I wonder if he's gonna get a show or his that was just signing for extra right to you know keep him writing for um, Blackish. Right, that's really cool though that he can write shows like Blackish and um, and then go into the type of show that Insecure is. He does. He's not right. He's an executive producer. So oh, basically, he's like Issa. She was a a YouTube sensation. Mm-hmm. Like she had blogs and shit too. But before like, Insecure, yeah, that's oh, okay. where she how she raps in the mirror. That, yeah, that was like a webisode type of shit for oh, YouTube. Okay. So that was like a homage. So they kind of took that and brought YouTube. it into the show. Yeah. So I'm 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 pretty sure Issa is a writer. Okay. Yeah. 
That's she's like cool. the main writer, so this is her baby. You right. Know what I mean? But um, with a hard left, <laughs> we're gonna go into the rest of the show. Uh, what you got? Um, <clears throat> there's an article about MDMA, which is also known as ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Um, becoming a legal form of treatment for post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD. Mm. Um, the Food and Drug Administration has approved it for use in a phase three clinical trial. It's the final stage of research required before it can be considered for approval as a prescription ju- drug. Um, and the reason that they're using it is because people who have P- PTSD avoid like um, the... They don't really, like, I guess they kind of, like, black out what happened mm. to them sometimes. Mm. And um, it, the ecstasy, MDMA, forces them to basically open up. And so they do it in a therapy session. It's an exposure therapy um, it, because it encourages them to confront their trauma, basically. And then um, it says it promotes a closeness between people, so it makes people feel a lot more open to others, enables them to communicate hmm. more. Hmm, yeah, no shit. Yeah, and they might be filling up on your legs too while they're telling you about <laughs> hey, it. Ripping on their shirts. Right. <laughs> hey, so what had happened to me was... Uh, it's so insensitive, we can't joke about it. I know. That's fucked up. It's not funny. I mean, it's good that they uh, found that out. It, but it, yeah, because it says it reduces fear and anxiety. I'm pretty sure it's an altered um, form. And it's, in, it's not like you're just, like, giving somebody ecstasy and sending right. them out into the world you to, like, know. meet a stranger. Right. They said that the therapy sessions are, um, they're, they give them, the, them orally, and then it's under supervision of a therapist. They start at 8 a.m. and go to 5 p.m. because the effects of the drug last five to six hours. Wow. But um, when 107 subjects were treated... With this, fifty-three percent of seventy-four no longer qualified for PTSD after two to three MDMA-assisted psychotherapy sessions, compared to twenty-three percent who received a placebo. So it's clearly working. That's awesome. Yeah, and then sixty-five subjects interviewed one year later after the treatment, sixty percent of sixty-six percent of them no longer had PTSD at all. Huh. So obviously, it's working. I think it's going to go through like if they've got that good of a success rate yeah success rate um did you hear oh well i don't know if we talked about it but there is a hiv test that is uh what's the hiv usb Mm -hmm. where you can um how it works is it's a device that you can plug into your computer laptop or handheld device you know what a USB stick right. is, like a memory stick, so it's that same size. But what it does is, it's uh, well, it was created by scientists at Imperial College London and DNA Electronics. Uh, it uses a drop of blood to detect HIV, then it creates an electronic signal that could be detected by your handheld computer or laptop. Wow. And it, the test takes like 30 minutes, whereas mm-hmm. opposed to getting a hospital test that takes like days yeah so of torture right so i mean i think this is a really cool advancement in technology but we have to worry about like people not saying anything about it because you Mm -hmm. have that test right you know what i mean yeah because 
<clears throat> well, and also, I mean, it's good because a lot of people are scared to go to the doctor. Like, they say, like, that's the biggest thing is, like, you're scared to go in and actually tell somebody you want that test. Mm-hmm. And then um, on top of that, you know, like you said, you have to wait days and worry about it, <clears throat> especially for people who maybe already know that they there's a possibility that they need to do it. They have to wait days. But the only thing that bothers me about that is a lot of times when people have the HIV test done, they, <clears throat> like, are offered counseling and stuff like that mm-hmm. at a doctor's office. So that mm-hmm. kind of takes that out of the picture, and they'll have to basically deal with it on their own right. if they deal with it at all. Right. That's, I mean, that's, I mean now the counseling is to, like, cope with life right. after right. knowing. Now that right. you have this diagnosis, like, this is wh- how we're going to help you get through it. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the benefits of going to the doctor. Um, I really don't have anything to say about that, like because like <clears throat> does does the chip does it send information to? Can you send information to a doctor? That would be cool. Maybe if you could send, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> well, it's probably hooked up to some That'd type of dope. program, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but it's like, yeah, it has a probably, it has software that tells you, you know, if you're positive or negative, but mm. that would be cool add in. Because send me the check. when you go to a doctor, isn't it true that if you get, like, tested for that and you're positive that they have to send those to, like, the health department and stuff? hmm So if people don't go to a doctor right away That's or whatever. That's just classified information to right. them. They don't have to share that and that they've... That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Let's see. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ashley, dropping the ball. I know. Leave it alone. Um, okay, so the Tennessee wildfires, right? There's um, been 400... Destroyed buildings and homes. At least seven people have died and 53 injured. Um, destroyed more than 15,500 acres in the Great Smoky Mountains. And more than 14,000 Gatlinburg residents were forced to evacuate. Um, Dolly Parton put out a, um, I don't know if it was a video or whatever she did, but she basically said that she's going to offer $1,000 a month to the families who lost their homes in the wildfires um, for six months. So a total of $6,000 to each family to help them get back on their feet. And she's got, um, like, the Dolly Parton. She's got a bunch of things in Tennessee. Because she's from there. Right. And that's what she said. She wanted to step up because she's from there and grew up in those mountains. Mm -hmm. Her story is super dope. Did you know that she built her persona off of this, like, it was like a, it was like a neighborhood slut. No. Yeah, like she, as a kid, she noticed this girl in the neighborhood who wore the clothes that she wore and stuff like that, and she like kind of built that persona off of that person. And really, as a kid, she didn't know she was a slut or whatever. I hmm. thought that was interesting. And did you know Dolly Parton wrote um, "I Will Always Love You"? Yep. Yes. She you was you a, ever heard her sing it? No, I never heard. Her oh sing yeah, it. heck yeah, I've heard her sing it. Um, she was originally going to sell that to Elvis, mm. but Elvis wanted to get um, all mechanical rights and um, 
her publishing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hell no, because that's, that's just going to feed her kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? Her kids and grandkids and generations yeah. after. So she never sold a song and held on it for 20 years and sold it to Whitney Houston. Wow. Um, yeah, I watched, she had a special on last year, and I can't think of what the name of the movie was, but it's on TV, and, like, I watched it last year with my kids, it was about a story of her when she was growing up, mm-hmm. and then there was just another one on the other night, I fell asleep, though, um, that I started to watch, and it was, like, the second part of it, hmm. and it's pretty cool, the first one was really good, it was kind of, reminded me of, like, a, like, a Hallmark movie or something, hmm. about her growing up, yeah, and, like, Lifetime, kind mm-hmm. of vibe, yeah, that's cool. I like Dolly Parton. I do too. I, and when she did that, I was like, "You're the shit, man!" Like stepping up and trying to help these people because she knows that that's where she's from. Mm-hmm. If more people did that, like, yeah, help that, out where you're yeah. from. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry to kill your positive vibe. All right. But Prince's label is suing Jay Z's Rock Nation title streaming company over. Um, Copyright infringement over some re- Prince releases because when Prince died, uh, Title had the exclusive rights to all his music, so mm-hmm. they put it all on his all on Title. And um, so, why are they suing him? He had uh, didn't have the copyrights, like he didn't have the licensing. Uh, agreement all the way through. I, I mean, I uh, it's right here. Read it. Um, yeah. NPG, Prince's label, claims that Jay Z's Rock Nation illegally offered uh, such Prince hits as "If I Was Your Girlfriend" in 1999 on its subscription-based streaming service on Title. Rock Nation, though, uh, uh, through Title service, is exploiting many copyrighted. Um, Prince works according to the lawsuit. Wow. Title was authorized to offer some Prince songs to his customers. The service expanded the number around the time of the musician's death on June 7th without the approval of Prince's estate. Mm. So they got, they had his whole catalog. Right. And they didn't have the approval for the whole They had it for some, but not everything. There you go. Wow. So, I mean, they're going to, Basically, it's going to be a backhaul of streaming dollars. So, that's a lot of money. What do you think? Well, I mean, if they didn't have the rights, that's their fault. Right. That was kind of... You got to tie up all the ends. Yeah, especially because of... your own ass. And titles, like, kind of... I mean, they're not growing as fast as, you know, they're supposed to... Or they projected... Mm-hmm. So, like a lawsuit, they can't even take a lawsuit right now. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, man. Um, shout out to both parties, though. You know, they yeah, both are legends and R.I.P. to Prince. Um, it's on you, hot potato, hot potato. Whoop whoop. Um. Okay. Everybody knows Selena. Hey, uh. Okay. Her father, Abraham, is suing her husband, um, Chris Perez, to stop production of a series about her love story with Perez. Mm. Um, Because I guess after, in 1995, after Selena's death, um, 
He agreed that he would not exploit any of the entertainment properties in any manner or medium, including by way of book, television series, movie, or any other motion picture. He already put a book out in 2012, which was considered an unauthorized exploitation. And so her dad is stepping in, trying to sue, saying that he already did it once. Like, now he's trying to put out a series and Mm -hmm. that he's putting a stop to it now. Mm. Which, I don't know, I don't really get that. If they asked him to sign it within just a couple months of her death, I think that's kind of wrong anyway. How are you going to tell him when he's already all messed up from her dying, and especially the way that she died, mm-hmm. like, to sign something and agree to something? Like, I feel like that's his life, too. He's not, like, just making stuff up about her. He's telling, like, a tr- his his story along with hers. Right, right. So I feel like he should have rights to that. By, you know, like... I don't know. It kind of sounds greedy on her family's part. Like, I think they've done pretty well off of her name already since she's passed away. Right. Because they had a movie with Jennifer Lopez, right? Yeah. And they they were involved in that process, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, the fact that they um, are telling him no, I don't know. I don't agree with it. I guess I don't know the whole story right, behind right, it. Right, right, there right, right, there right, may true. be something that... Maybe the story, I mean, maybe... Right. The, maybe the story Maybe is they know like, about the story, yeah, that we uh, do. Michelle A's movie. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if that's the case, then shit, hell yeah. Right. Mm-mm, but no. if he is just telling their true love story, because it was kind of... And I wonder if that's why, because if you ever pay attention in the... Did you ever watch the Selena movie? I mean... Shout out to my cousin Craig Daniels. He used to watch that shit all the fucking time. I watch it every time I see it on TV. Every single time. He would watch that shit. We'll go, like, how I talked about this last week. Our mom used to go out and we used to go over there and he would have that shit planned. (laughs) (coughs) And we can't use the TV until he's done watching his movie. Selena! Yeah, but, no, in the movie, they actually talk about how, like, um, her dad didn't want them to be together because he was part of the band. Mm. And his dad kicked him out of the band. Her dad. Her dad, I'm sorry. Kicked her out, kicked him out of the band. Mm-hmm. And then they snuck off and got married. Hey. So Ain't nothing like I'm speaking. wondering if there is a little bit in there that maybe the dad, like they obviously didn't show in the actual Selena movie really that, right, that maybe um, some things were said or done that they didn't show. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want that out. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Oh, yeah. You got the next one. The next one's on you. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is a story that, like, legit made me sick. Whoa. Um, when I was reading it. Mm-hmm. It was about a girl. Um, I don't know. It looks like her. I think her name's Nomi. I don't think it's Naomi. I think it's Nomi. But anyways, I'm not 100% sure on that. Butcher. Tank the name. Yeah, I don't know because it was an article Mm. and nobody said it. So I'm just going to go with Nomi. Tank. Okay, go ahead. Don't start. Um, She's an 18-year-old who conceived a child in an assault against her. Nebraska laws on parental rights forced her to agree to court-sanctioned visits between her daughter and and the attacker. What? Yes. Okay, so her attacker was charged with first-degree sexual assault. 
but he was able to plead to a lesser charge of third-degree sexual assault, okay? Mm-hmm. Under Nebraska law, she could terminate all parental rights if he was convicted of sexual assault in the first degree, which was his original charge. But because he, he was able to plead to a lesser charge, he now has parental rights to the child as well. So, like, there's an incentive to play. Um, okay. Yeah, she has, right. Yeah, that has to change yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, when I was reading further into the article, these laws were written more than half a century ago, back yeah. when society yeah. didn't legally acknowledge parental rights for children born to unmarried parents. Yeah, go fucking figure. <clears throat> right. So the laws didn't take into account how the children were conceived right. because exactly. they didn't give parental oh, rights. Christ. Right. So, and there are, of the 50 states and District of, District of Columbia, fewer than half have laws that allow the termination of parental rights to a rapist. Fewer than half. Um, 32,000 women, an estimated 32,000 women will get pregnant after rape. One-third will choose to keep the baby. Hmm. So we're talking every year tens of thousands of women could be put in this exact situation. Uh, okay. Ran alert. Yeah, I tell. I'm telling you, when I was reading it, it, lit- it literally made my stomach sick because all I kept thinking was like, it's bad enough to have to talk to somebody that you don't like, <laughs> but to add in the fact that they put you in that situation. They- hmm. Okay. Go. Wait, take a deep breath first. I'm like right here in front of you. Okay. A rape, for instance. You plead down, you get the right to see the child, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I have that correct. That's Yeah, that's in that in her state. Yeah. The, that's right, the one right, that I know for sure. Right. Okay. Now, that is, that's clear indication of that hasn't been changed mm-hmm. right okay that's how long ago was that over 100 years yes yeah, so 100 years these are okay. half a century ago half oh i'm sorry half oh, yeah. 50 years yeah. okay now what that says is we still don't sympathize mm-hmm. with with a rape victim what that does to a person psychologically let alone without a child. Now you add in the fact that a child, you have a child or whatever, and you're forced to see this person every day. He's basically saying like, we don't care. Get the fuck over it. Right. Like she said, she is forced to text and communicate with this man who raped her because by court, court rule, it is disgusting by court ruling. It says that she has to communicate like um, how her daughter did at school, her health, and different things. How about you? Hmm, okay. Yeah. Like she said, in the beginning it was supervised visitation, and now it's not. So in the back what? of your mind, in the back of her mind, she has to send her daughter to see a man who raped her because the court tells her she has to. And if she doesn't, then she could get in trouble. I'm fucked with I'm fucked with on this one. I'm offended. 
just the insensitive insensitivity of the judicial system and child uh was it custody was it mm-hmm. child what is it? the ju- juvenile system there family court family courts fucking ridiculous like what i want to know what goes through a per- like their mind whoever passes these laws to say oh yeah this is fine this mm-hmm. is fine you don't give you don't again a point that we're going to drive back to and always i'm going to say this at nauseam people's ability to look outside of their own perspective determines laws it determines uh um benefits for other people it determines uh policies made mm-hmm. um this is another reflection of that just to, to being able to understand and and fully compartmentalize this situation of the rape in, in, in itself. We're not even talking about the child, but the rape, the sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. That shit lasts forever mentally. Right. And to throw the fact that I'm going to force you by law, I'm going to penalize you if you don't want to uh, have your child around this person. Right. I'm you know what this goes you. back to? What we've talked to about before. They don't give, no. America doesn't give a fuck no, about no. women. What I was getting at was the fact that um, we're already at where less than 19% of women over the age of 18 report their rapes. Mm-hmm. If you know that you got pregnant from a rape, mm-hmm. why would you follow through? If you know that there's a chance that that man is going to be able to see your child, True. why would you call and tell anybody? True. So Then they just walk have, free. Yeah. You're going to have a lot almost of in, innocence. Almost in your mind... You're almost better off to say, let it go. Because I don't have to deal with them them and I don't have to put my child in danger. Mm. That's even scarier Mm. because now something that's already way underreported is going to, like, when people start realizing this shit, it's sickening. Like, Mm. that a man can rape a woman, get out of jail, and then take them to court for custody of a child. Wow. This shit don't even seem like it's. You know what? Dude, com- we gotta like, follow up and look at other fucked up laws in Nebraska because I'm pretty sure that's not the. Oh, one. I'm sure. But like in the article, it said something that like was like, "Whoa!" It said committing a crime does not make you a father. Like the fact that you committed a crime and raped a woman should not legally give you rights as a father. Like I'm sorry, somebody may disagree with that, hmm. but it's sick. I agree with you 110%. Um, Like I said, I'm fucked with by that. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Like She is going to... um, I got to read up more on that because they said she is trying to fight um, in court for women, like, for rights to women who have been, you know, like, that they don't have to go through this. The law needs... That law needs to change. In every state, because it's not the only, Nebraska is not the only state. Look, I said that um, some states an attacker. I I, I checked out. Listen, some states an attacker can be blocked from visitation if there was a clear and convincing 
evidence that he raped her. No conviction of first-degree sexual assault. That's some states. Like, this is something that's not in just Nebraska. Like, different states have different laws about it, but most of them are very outdated. And you know what? It's probably not going to be updated anytime soon. No. In the next four years. Speaking of that, we might as well go to Trump talk. Oh, jeez. Jesus Christ. <laughs> SNL, you got that. Yeah, I do. Um, <clears throat> they had Alec Baldwin was on SNL and did an impersonation of Donald Trump, and it was actually kind of funny. It was about Donald Trump, um, how he tweets all the time. I will post it in the Facebook chat. Yeah. I mean, the Facebook group. Um, That's what we do. But Donald Trump, after the show, tweeted... Just tried watching Saturday Night Live, unwatchable, totally biased, not funny, and the Baldwin impersonation can't get anywhere sad. Um, uh, no, this yeah, is good. <laughs> it was actually really right on. Um, and then, because in the thing they said, there's a reason, one of the lady that was sitting with him said, there's a reason Donald tweets so much, he does it to distract the media from his business conflicts and all the very scary mm. people in his cabinet. Mm. But um, Alec Baldwin tweeted back, that he tweeted back, release your tax returns and I'll stop, ha. That was his response back. That was great. Um, Shit. There is an app out to call uh, Boycott um, Trump. And it's it's set to... uh, it has all his companies that he's affiliated with mm-hmm. and gives you a chance to know what you are boycotting. Nice. And that's, it's like, um, the only thing is that it's, it needs to be a little bit more interactive. Like it needs to be like, um, they needed like a Twitter or something to say, Hey, we boycotted this and give the community, give, give the people who use it a sense of community. So they can be like, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, I did this, this and that show. You know what I'm saying, right? Um, but yeah, it, there's that's not even the, that's not the only app either. There's more popping up. I think so I saw something on Facebook one day, something similar to that. I don't know because I never clicked on it, but I do remember seeing something like about that. I don't yeah, know. I think that's dope. Yeah, because I mean that's where you start hitting people who take dollars. Yeah. And shit. Um. Yeah, like New Balance, man. I was a New Balance guy. You were? That's so sad. I was super New, super new Balance, man. You know. That's Trump? Yeah. It's not Trump. They supported his uh, campaign. Oh, sure. okay. So, hey. Can't fuck with him. Um, yeah, so no more New Balance for me. That sucks because you were all about them for yeah. a while. Um, We're going to take a short break. I'm back with some more depressing fucking news. I know, right? Damn I'm back it. this week, and this is all we're doing is boohoo stuff. Because it's fucked up, dude. I mean, the world is a, it's, it is it's a fucked, fucked up, up place. place, man. And if people just keep... Oh, my God. We'll be back. Another, 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 all right. Um, this is another segment. Well, you know what? This is a segment that we're introducing. Uh, 
uh, anytime a police officer gets off for shooting an unarmed man, we're going to start the segment off with that fucking sound effect. When is it going to stop? That's sad. Yeah. Because, I mean, the sad part is that this is probably going to be a uh, frequently used uh, right. sound effect in this fucking show. Right. Um, this is our last, the last show with uh, Cash Daniel. Um, I briefly talked about um, no charges uh, against the officers involved in the Keith Scott shooting. I wanted to further break that down, but um, there's a video. There's a two-month investigation. Uh, Determined by uh, Mecklenburg, Meckle, I don't know, Mecklenburg. Do you know about that? Because you, you're living in North Carolina. Uh-uh. Police officer Bentley Vincent was justified in shooting Keith Lamont Scott in an apartment complex parking lot. Um, Mecklenburg County District Attorney Andrew Murray said he didn't reach the conclusion alone. The total of 15 prosecutors unanimously agreed. Hmm. I want to know, um, what was the demographic of those uh, prosecutors? But anyway, the killing led to heated protests and divided the city of Charlotte, which Charlotte is a highly populated um, black city. You know what mm-hmm. I'm it's like really like super duper black. I want to move to Charlotte. I talked to you about that. Right. Thing. Um Compared to previous demonstrations over Scott's death, uh, a smaller crowd turned out Wednesday night. Uh, about um, 100 people, at least four of the people were arrested as police tried to corral the protesters off the streets. Three for obstructing traffic, but the, uh, we don't want to talk about that. Southern America straight and it's hour long. Uh, announcement the district attorney rejected. A series of erroneous claims made shortly after the shooting. He said those narratives fueled by widespread misconceptions about what actually happened. Um, Among them, Scott's relatives said he didn't have a gun. And all the credible, but all the credible evidence led to the conclusion that Scott was armed. Which he had like his pant leg up or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was, I don't know what he had. It might have been like a, a monitor or some shit like that. Look, he had something in his leg pocket. But at the same time, if he had something in his fucking leg pocket, he didn't have a fucking gun pointing at you. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, like, either way, he had like a phone in his hand or some shit in the video. Either way. And they tried saying that was the weapon that they thought. No, I'm saying he had he had something in his hand, but it, it looked like a phone. He had a phone. It was like a big square like um, object in his hand. Um, but here's the thing: if he has a bulge in his leg or whatever, quote unquote, um, he didn't have his family member said he didn't have a gun, um, which his his wife was with him. Mm-hmm. Well, not wife, but the, the there was a dispute between the, the his his ex girl, I believe ex ex girlfriend, and him. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why she called the police. I know she probably feel like shit. But, right. And she told them when she pulled up that he, when they pulled up that he didn't have a gun. You can hear in the video. She told them. Yeah. Clearly. Why are y'all doing that? Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, it's, she says it over and over. But they told him to get out the car. He, like, walked around the car in the parking lot between the, between the cop car and his car. And they walked around and shot him. Like, uh, it sounded like five, six times. Gee. So, there are no charges filed against those officers. Of course. Yeah. Um, also, moving on to another case. Hold on. I just want to say something. Okay. You said she's the one that called the police. Yeah, they, they, there's yeah. a protection order against, you know, so... I guess he was picking the kid up for school or some shit. Right. Okay, so that makes it even worse. Because if she called the police to protect herself, but told them, you know, she just basically wanted him out of there, right? Mm -hmm. And he was killed. She's probably holding that, like, against herself, like, feeling like that was her fault that he was killed. And, again, is anybody else going to be scared to call the police because Mm -hmm. they don't want somebody killed? Mm Hmm. Like, that shit's just, like, makes people think twice about calling the police. Like, should I call? Because what if I'm fighting with you and all I need you to do is leave? I don't want you to die. At all. But I want you to leave. Mm -hmm. But that's their job is to get you out of there, but not dead. Right. Um, That bothers me. Yeah, it bothers me too, dog. Walter Scott. Ah, uh, there's a, appears to be a holdout and a guilty verdict. So it's going to probably be a hung jury and declared a mistrial. Um, uh, which there's clear visual, uh, video evidence of the police officer, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, yeah, we're going to say that motherfucking name because he guilty as fuck. What's his name? Michael Sledger? Shooting Walter Scott in the back while he was running away. Running and away. And placing a fire or a taser or firearm next to him. Like planting it next to him saying he had a gun. Mm-hmm. And That's the video where they brought, like they showed him pulling yeah, something like, from the side the and street, setting it on like him. The dude was across the street filming the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, one of the jurors in the Walter Scott murder trial apparently refuses to vote guilty. Uh, because he said he can't do it with a clear conscience. And why is that? Hmm? And why is that? Why would he not be able to do it with it? Probably because he's white. Um, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, probably. He's in South Carolina. I mean, you got clear video evidence. I mean, what else? I mean, how clear does your fucking conscience have to be? You know what? They, you know what? I would love to fucking find out his name. Yes. And guess guess the ratio. Uh, I mean, okay, the panel of one black and 11 white jurors deliberated mm. for more than 16 hours. Over In three South days. South Carolina? Yeah. Convenient. Right. Um, you know, <sighs> so that's probably going to be a hung jury. Another one gets away. Okay, 
Wait, if it's a hung jury, then it just stops there? Uh, or do they, they go, come, they, they go, go back, back in and get a whole new jury yeah, and everything? Yeah. Okay. But nine times out of ten, what's going to happen? They're probably going to get the same jury. No, if that's what really happens, like then just be a hung jury, get them the fuck out and do it again. Get some people in there who know what the hell they're Common talking sense. about. Yeah. If that's what's holding it up, just get it on with. Like, but it, the, the whole the whole fact that there's video evidence, this shouldn't be a. That's what I'm saying. They need you to just get them out of there and start all over. Yeah, how about how about? Yeah, whatever. <sighs> what else we got? All right, let's have some fun. Hey yo. Yeah, don't Hey now back to I can't afford to quit podcast, and we're gonna bring you our should you segment brought to you by Stankin' Feet. <laughs> uh, you go, you go ahead. Fire all up. right, you're gonna ask all of them. Or, yep, okay. I'm gonna ask them. Go all ahead. Right. You got it. My bad. First one Should you hey. put on lotion when you get out of the uh, shower? So, somebody want to fight straight off the bat? I want to fight. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry if Let you guys can see Brentel's right arm. It looks like my right arm is so ashy. It looks like it hurts. I feel like just right. putting some spit on it. All right, show's over. <laughs> Next time we're I gonna, we're gonna edit that. Yeah, we're not editing nothing. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> should know. <laughs> and the answer to that is yes. When you get out of the shower, put lotion on. Okay. <clears throat> should you? Try to make a relationship work if you have a baby after a breakup. Huh? Should you? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Say this again. I'm confused. Should like, you? After you broke up already, you have you a baby? You find out you're pregnant and you have a oh, baby. I thought you made you guys were broke up and then you got pregnant. Oh, no, like, no. Also, Don't be so ratchet. I, I, I mean, uh, they are your questions. They are. So, wait. <laughs> where, do you, where are you going with the. Where are you going with the, I don't understand. Go ahead. <laughs> we are gonna fight before this is over. Today is the day. I'm feeling better. Whew. Um, mm, it depends on like the actual. Why'd you break up? Thank you. You, you know broke up for a reason. Don't right. make it. Try to don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. A baby does not change things. You are correct. It usually, if anything. Makes things more complicated. Yes. Um, stressful and uh, yeah. like that. Don't do it. No. Stay away from that. Um, all you're gonna do is end up stressing yourself out. Um, it's really. I mean, it depends on. It really depends on like how why you broke up though. You broke up. What does it matter? But what if it was on some like you know. I don't know. Give me, give me a good reason. Like a misunderstanding that could be solved, and you can get to the root cause of a problem. And there's two mature people. Oh um, well, that wouldn't fit in that situation anyway. So. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. It could be. I mean, there's different scenarios, you know. Every scenario is not the same, but uh, if you don't fit in that second category that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, don't give it a shot. So, right. Next question. Next question. Should you interfere in your kids' arguments with their friends? When do you step in? Hmm. How about you go first? I don't think you should interfere. I think kids need to learn how to get through little arguments because I live in a house full of girls who are friends with people one day, the next day they're not, the next day they're best friends again, the next day they can't talk to each other, and it just gets really old. Like I think they have to learn at a young age how to deal with conflicts and work them out by themselves. Mm -hmm. And the only time you should step in is if you feel like it's something serious. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, to add in my input, uh, what I do is, like, if it's a situation, I'll peep the situation and I'll sit back. And after it's over with, I'll come in with a coaching moment. Right. And then it's like, hey, look up, man. Yeah. What you should have said was. <laughs> right. Because I'm Patty. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What she said that you should have said, your shoes. No, I'm joking. Right. <laughs> big, big stop sign head mother. <laughs> I'm just joking. Mm. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I, I, I lend a coaching moment to be like, you know what I'm saying? If, if that was your real friend or. You know, you know what I'm saying, right? Char- character, th- you know, moments that big build character and um, insight. Yeah, I do that with the girls stuff. too. I do talk to them. I don't mean like I don't get involved like where I'm like, okay, well, let's go over to her house and talk about it. Like the I'm more or less like, do that? yeah, for like minor disagreements. See, here's the thing. <clears throat> I've went to like if I'm friends with the parent, like I might bring it up to them if something's going on or mm-hmm. something was said. Um, but as far as like, if I'm not and I don't know them, Uh it's got to be something serious for me to go to them. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'll use it like use that as like a coaching thing. Like, okay, well, if this really wasn't your friend, I mean, it just really was. She wouldn't tell your secrets. Be more careful who you speak to about things, and yeah. Yep. Oh, definitely. Okay. Should you tell a friend if you believe they are making some bad life choices? <laughs> Is it your obligation to be the messenger? If that's your friend, hell yeah. You should. Well, all my friends, they know I don't pull punches. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it to you raw and unedited, not how it be on TV. Always. Sometimes you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it'll hurt your feelings a little bit. Hey, fuck it. I mean, sometimes people need to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? They need to hear, like, straight out the horse's mouth. Like, look, man, you're doing this for you're fucking up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And if you're <coughs> truly my real friend anyway, and I tell I you about yourself, I know. No, if 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 it's me and I'm fucking up, I would want my real friend to tell me, "Hey, dog, right." Chill. That's what I mean. Like, you know what I'm saying if and you also shouldn't like not be my friend because I was truthful to you. Hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel like. If that person that that's a character flaw. Mm-hmm. If you can't take, you know, real you know what I'm saying, some real life advice not advice, but like somebody telling you, you know, about yourself. You that means you just want yes men around you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no yes men. I want a nigga what? Right. You did what? Right. What? Cuz? 
You did this? You did that? Because like, that's the first what? thing Why I think. Why you do that? You know like, if I go out or something and there's some girl wearing something and she's with a group of friends I'm and it, it's not okay that she's wearing <laughs> what she's wearing, the first thing I think is all her friends are fake as fuck. Because if that was my friend, I would have been like, you probably shouldn't wear that. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. See, with women, y'all, y'all kind of harsh with that, though. With like, how y'all tell each other, like, no, bitch, you know, mm, you ain't got the back for that. I don't you know think no, like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think we're more bitch, like your neck is too wide for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. why are you wearing a turtleneck? Right. You ain't got how no neck. How you even get your head through there? <laughs> you ain't got no <laughs> neck for a turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> so, um yeah, man. Uh no, I think women are less that, likely to tell other women about their clothes. Because mm-hmm, you don't want to hurt their feelings. Man, fuck that. If she going out with you, she gonna make you looking stupid. I, you know who I ask if I look all right? What? My kids. Mm, they yeah. will never lie to you. Yeah. I'm telling you, they will never, never lie to you. A kid's mouth and when your it kids comes, are old. Yeah. Oh, got her. Look, I'm not got playing. Her. I swear on my life today, I walked through the kitchen. I was about to go to the dollar store, and I really wasn't paying attention to the pants that I had on because most of the time when I'm at home, it's a no-pants zone. No-pants policy. Yeah. <laughs> but I did have them on today because I was cold, but I went to go leave to go to the dollar store, and I was I turned around and Sierra Michaela were cracking up laughing about something, and I kept hearing them make like sounds like, um, rawr, and stuff like that, and I was like, "What is it?" And I looked down, and I had on leopard print pajama oh, pants. Wow. They were cracking. I was yeah, like, "I'm going back to my dog. bedroom." Yeah, they're to- they're so warm. But you need to get the same material, but a different color. Like, what not with that pattern on it? Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Let's just do this. For no my talking day. about my pants. I love my leopard print my pants. But I usually don't go outside in them. I wasn't really thinking. I was about to leave. You. Yeah, we're gonna get you. Get on Amazon and order some. Um, next topic. <laughs> I ain't gonna wear them. They're gonna sit on the shelf with the other pants. Hey, bro, like you can't you just leave them alone, man. Leave, no, leave it's bad when home. my kids text me and be like, "Mom, I'm coming home and I have a friend with me. Do you have pants on?" Wow. I don't like them. Wow. I don't like. I'm, I'm, I have a pants-free zone too. So I know your whole house does. You don't try to play me like you do too. Come on now. Every time she come over, she like like nobody's hey, wearing I'm on pants. My way, dog. Like, <laughs> get your pants on. Right. At least when you come to my house, I'm the only one you got to worry about. You come to your house and everybody's just walking around no pants on. Like, do you guys own them? Like, I know I've seen you with them before. <laughs> Um, should you follow your children on social media? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, okay, what if your child blocks you? Because I've uh, seen that happen before. Oh, with my daughter? hmm She's blocked you, too. <laughs> Didn't want to say. <laughs> she blocked you, too. <laughs> That's when you get a fake account. Oh, shit. I hope she ain't listening. Wow. Wow. So you got a fake account to follow her? Don't. No. Oh, okay. She ain't going to be. Well, she's going to have to go through everybody. So what? Right. What's she going to do? She can't block everybody. There is a good, strong possibility that I am have a um, fake profile. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. See? She getting me ready. Hmm. She getting me in shape for when my daughter 
is of age. She's probably not going to have social media, so I don't have to follow her for nothing. So Yeah, all right. For real. She's not about to have no social media. What she needs So far, she's the only one. Michaela don't really mess with social media like that. I don't even think she's ever been on Twitter. Michaela's cool. She's cool as shit. She has a Facebook, but doesn't do anything on it. Mm. Um, But Sierra, she's got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Yeah, she blocked me, Amber, and tell from everything. Uh, I tell. Yeah, yeah, he was hell. And and one time, you remember when you put, posted that picture up when that little boy was following her or said something on her Facebook? Something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but she was mad at me, so she blocked both of us. Yeah, I remember that, though. Yeah. Um. What about this? Should you always keep your friends off speakerphone? If you're calling me, yes. <laughs> Sorry. That's truthful. Like, I'm not the one you want to be on speakerphone with. Because, <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I seen it before where, like, I have my cousin, right? I can never have him on fucking speakerphone for nothing. My, shout out to Cuddy, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I get it. <laughs> Ever, 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 ever. Like he got turned the phone. Do you have to be on speakerphone? No, no. I talk to you on like Bluetooth or something. Yeah. So sometimes I do though. When nobody's home. No, not not even that. Like um, like uh, I I I gotta like regulate. Hey, we're talking about this, so don't talk about your whatever you're doing with your boyfriend or anything like that. Don't get ratchet <laughs> on the damn phone. So, you know. Then I'm like, I'll just call you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, um, I mean, being on speakerphone, you could fuck your life up. Right. Doing that, so. I say no. I say no. And it depends on the friend, too. Like, if your friend is, like, married, don't have your single homies on, on fucking speakerphone. Mm-mm. Ever. Because right. you will get judged so quick. Like, oh, so you be doing that? Right. So that's what you be that's doing? That's what you do? Oh, okay. <clears throat> so that's what y'all be doing? So that's what y'all do when y'all hang out? So, yeah, definitely. No. Nope, 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 nope. To the single friends on speakerphone. Right. Um, I, have, I haven't really formed this question. I've been forming it while... That we've been doing this show today. Um, should you, if okay, if your it's your phone, you're probably getting a text, or it's me, one of the two. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it. Um, if you, if you, if you have a friend. Or a family member who is on drugs. Should you... Um... Uh... Be... Over, like, I want overly aggressive with your initiative to get them help. Or should you, like... Be... It's fine. Be, um... I don't know how to say this. I'm still forming that question. Like, how far should you go to try to help them? Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. 
That's a hard one. I know. I was giving us some talking time. Mm-hmm. Because there's got to be a point where, like, if you care about somebody, you would never give up on them. But at the same time, you can't let it interfere with your life. Like, where mm-hmm. it... Starts to eat it. Yes. Right. Takes your time away from your family and stuff like that. Like, um, I watched that show Intervention. You ever watch that? Mm-hmm. I watched it a couple It's times. like one of my favorite shows. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. But, like, I've even made my kids watch it. Mm-hmm. Good job. Um, Because I wanted them to see, like... The bottom. Yeah. Rock bottom. Right. What the, like, these drugs and alcohol and stuff can do to you. Mm-hmm. And, um... But watching that, it tears families, like, completely right. apart. And, like, a lo- that's the whole point in an intervention, basically, is when you go in and you say to somebody, like, from this point on, if you choose not to help yourself, I'm no longer going to help you. Hmm. Because, like, they have so many people in their family that enable them to do things, like, to continue. Mm-hmm. Because they're so worried about them, you know, like, oh, if they don't have a drug or the alcohol, then they're going to get sick. So let me buy them that so that they don't get sick. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they feel like they're helping them, but really they're really hurting them. Hmm. So you, like, give them the option to, like, at this point, I'm no longer going to help you. I'm not going to give you money. I'm not going to do all those things. Like, there, I think at some point you have to come to that. Like, whether it's, like, with a professional person doing an intervention or your family just all the, fu- like, comes together and says, like, we're done. Mm-hmm. Like, Everybody got to be on a united front, yes. too, as Yes, well. you can't have even one person right. because that one person can help them continue. Mm-hmm. Enable them and make the situation worse. So, But I've never been put into that situation. I hope you never I hope I never situation. do. Same here. So. Because that's a scary... Like, like I said, watching that show has scared me enough that I'm like... Like I said, like my girls, like, watch this. See how bad this can get for people, like... Just mm-hmm. so you know that when they say, like, one time can get you addicted to these things, like, it can. Like, mm-hmm. these people's lives are ruined because of it. Like, and a lot of times they show people's lives before and then, like, what brought them to the situation and then where they're at now. Right. And, like, it shows that, like, there was, like, successful people, like, who had businesses and shit and lost everything because of a drug or alcohol. Mm-hmm. So it kind of shows them, too, not just what it can do to you. Because everybody, like, like I think kids, like, don't, like, have it to be able to process what exactly happens. Like, a friend tells you, oh, do this, it's fun. Yeah, you don't see you the don't cause see and the, effect. Yeah, like, so that's why I like that show, because it does show everything. Mm-hmm. It shows them, like... The from beginning to the end. Beginning to the end. Here was a healthy, beautiful child who mm-hmm. did... Then this life thing happened to them, and this is how they dealt with it, and now here they are, and, mm-hmm. like, have nothing, and can't even function in daily life because of where they're at. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially because of, like, the way... Like, especially, like, heroin right now is really, really bad in our community. Like, that scares me. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't, like, make them understand how one time is not just for fun. Are you in the loop? You in the loop? Right. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about that today. Like, how, um, because you see people that, you know move people to their, you know, whatever, to their spaces and whatnot to try to help them and 
they start to, you know, deteriorate, deteriorate their own uh, living uh, programs that they have. And, you know what I'm saying, their own routines or whatever to mm-hmm. try to help a certain person. And, um, like, how, I just how far? Like, how far? When do you stop? When do you cut the person off? And, like, how would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you, and if you do have to cut a person off, how do you deal with that? Like, this is. Right, because how hard is that to say I'm not gonna, I'm no longer gonna help you, but then watch them go out on the streets if they choose not to get help, and then they're out just like living off of people, random places, or homeless, whatever. Like nobody wants to see their family in that. So you hope that they would make like a good decision to get help if you're like not in their life. But man, that drug's the power. Like all drugs are so powerful that people can't see that it changes you right people choose drugs over their kids their family everything every day Mm -hmm. but if you leave them with no other option and they have i feel like i feel like this if okay at the end of the day if you're choosing the drug if i sit you down and talk to you and say hey man are you choosing the drug over your child and they you know they make a conscious choice to choose the drug over the child i'm going to choose my peace over you right so at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving on. Our segment this week, I just wanted to ask a question of, what is your Netflix and chill uh, show list? Like your greatest of all time show list. And I'm going to read mine off because mine is prepared and it's dope. Yeah. Shout out to me because I be knowing about all the good shows. And once you hear her whack-ass list, you're going to see why she always listens to me for good shows. And all my recommendations be fire. Number one. No, we're going to go to ten. We're going to go ten. At ten, I had Wentworth. You, you, have, you, have you ever seen that show? No. Figures. Uh, at nine, the U.S. version of House of Cards. Dope show. Eight, we have Narcos. Seven, Narcos. Are you, are you familiar with that? That's what they gave me after I had my surgery. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, seven, <laughs> Walking Dead. Six, Orange is the New Black. Five, The Get Down, which is an extremely dope show. Um, Nas did a lot of the music for that show. He helped put it together. And I gave it a chance, and I really liked it. You seen that, didn't you? Did you watch, you watched The Get Down, didn't you? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I did? Under, yeah, yeah, under my recommendation. Um, number four, Luther. Luther is really dope. I don't know if you, you know about Luther. Yeah, you know about Luther. I told you about Luther. It's about that that British cop, the black dude. Mm-hmm. He's he's uh he specializes in like serial killers. Okay. Super dope show. Number three, Luke Cage. You do know about Luke Cage, I or do. you don't know? I do. Because this is the recurring theme of the questions I got I've been that. asking. I got that one. Number two, Dexter. Great show. And she doesn't know about this. Okay. Number one, Breaking Bad. No? Strike a bit? No? no? I, I do remember bell? that one. Yeah, you had me watching that for a minute, but then I quit. I try so hard to give her 
great TV to watch, and she she rebels. And then this goes this goes back to the question: how 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 uh, how far should I go? Is like trying to help a friend, right? If she doesn't care, I can't help her. Not that I don't care, I can't help it. Cut her off. It (laughs) is not my fault. I in order to watch those, you have to be able to sit still. That's why I got through um, Insecure because they're only a half hour. I, yeah, I know. That's why I told you. I tried to make sure because I was like, should we be able to handle this? Right. That's fucking sad. Okay. It is not sad. Give me your list. He asked me earlier, what is wrong with your fucking brain? <laughs> it is not my fault. Anyways. I don't even want to read my list. I want to plead the fifth. Oh, come on, man. Okay. You had a couple of good shows. I like. All right. The 100. You told me about that show. I watched a couple episodes. I yeah. liked it. Um, now, what was the plot on that? It's about people who were sent up into space, like, um, during some type of apocalypse thing. A chemical. I can't remember exactly what it was. But basically, they're sent up, and then the 100 is the 100 people that they send down to make sure that it's ready for them to come back. Okay. And it is pretty cool. My kids actually introduced me to that. Hmm. Um... Hip hop evolution. Is that a real thing, or did you make that up? Because I never seen that. I can't believe you would even think I would make something up. <laughs> did you get the title right? <laughs> yes, I did. And um, is it a show? <laughs> it, it is a show. Look it up. I can't say that I've ever watched it, but <laughs> it's on Netflix. I can guarantee you that. And it looks fun. <laughs> also, another one, Sons of Anarchy. You said that you read that like you never watched it a day in your fucking life. I haven't. That's ridiculous. That's true. True story. It just looked fun. You can't tell me to do this when this isn't something. Okay. Yeah. Scandal. I have watched that. Okay. Not on Netflix because it was on after Grey's Anatomy, and you know I love my Grey's Anatomy. But anyways. You, uh, Grey's Anatomy's on Netflix. Yes, okay. it is now. Okay, I'd, it was. It was before. But go ahead. Um. Okay. Friends with Benefits. I like that show. That was a good show. Yeah, I only watched. It, it's only got like one season, right? I think so. Is that a Netflix original? Or was that on TV? It was on TV, I think. Hmm. Okay. The Office. Our Office is because that's funny. Dope. That's just I love dope. that show. Yeah. Did you have you ever watched the uh, like the UK version? Mm-mm. There's there's a that's, they got the idea from the UK. Oh, did they? Yeah, I love that show. It's so funny. It's one of those oh, stupid man. funny shows. I'm sorry, I forgot. Shameless, Shameless is uh, both the I'm UK sorry. version and I'm on and, my list right now. You're right. I'm out of line. That's just Shameless you. is my next. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I just stole that. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Okay. I picked The Wonder Years. The Wonder Years is this I love that show. I and watching that I'll be kid. honest, I didn't even know it was on Netflix until today when I was trying to make up shows. Did you put it in your list? Huh? You put it in my list? Yeah. That's dope. I'm really excited about that because I love that show. What's her name? Wendy? Wendy was this girl, right? Not Wendy. Um... Now you just made me forget it. I thought her name was Wendy. It's not Wendy. What is it? Hold on. It is not Wendy. That's Peter Pan. 
No. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. It's not Wendy. I'll tell you. Oh. Standing in the kitchen. Winnie. Winnie. I told you it was Winnie. Yeah, I said that's Winnie. what you said. Mm-hmm. Run the tape back. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Um, Friends. Friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Hey. Okay. Orange is the New Black. Okay. And I have Luke Cage. Okay. Have you watched all of Luke? You know what? I haven't finished all of Orange is the New Black. Did you just ask me that I watch all of Luke Cage? Like, you no, don't know, know the answer to that, that already? That. I know that. No, I said um, Orange is the New Black. I haven't watched all of it. I don't think. If I did, I don't remember. And if I did, then that's whack. But um, Wentworth is like the real deal version of Orange is the New Black. It's not a comedy. Mm. It's like real deal. I think it's Australian, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. It's a really good show. Though. You might like that. Cause you, uh, it's, it's over an hour. Never mind. Never mind. You act like I got... You do. Oh, uh, that is the show for this week. We're gonna wrap it up. Um, I have the attention span of a goldfish. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, uh, Ashley, what's your Twitter and um, Instagram? Um, Instagram. I've got this. Okay. Miss Queen three two seven. Hey. All right. And my Twitter is QueenB underscore three two seven. Bang bang. Shout out to her, man. Um, she got it right this week, guys. <laughs> I think. Um we got Brent Intelligence X on Snapchat. Um Brent Intelligence on um Instagram and Twitter and my name on Facebook is Brent Intelligence, so Search me on all of those platforms if you don't know who I am. Um, if you know me, say what up. And me and my hand. And send him some lotion. So what? Dang. I know you guys Ashy that. Ashy is the new lotion. That's the trend. Is it? We putting that out there. Okay. And, and that's the title of the show. Hmm. Until next episode. Hey. hey.